You're listening to Julie's Library, where, where books bring, bring us together. Today, we're going to read Ten Ways to Hear Snow by Kathy Kemper, illustrated by Kenneth Peck, and Daniel finds a poem, written and illustrated by Misha Archer. Hello, dear listeners. I'm Julie Andrews, and this is my library. As always, my daughter Emma Walton Hamilton is here too. Hello. And we're feeling awfully cozy today, aren't we? We've got steaming mugs of tea. And we're listening to the sound of rain on the roof. Can you hear it? It is such a soothing sound. Rain is my favorite weather. It makes me want to curl up with a good book. I love the rain, too. Though I think if I had to pick, my favorite is crisp and sunny weather. When there's a soft breeze and the sky is a bright, deep blue, Hmm, it reminds me of the last days of summer. Listeners, what about you? What's your favorite kind of weather and why? My favorite type of weather is rain because it brings prosperity to the land. I love windy days because I can fly my butterfly kite. I really like the weather fall because there's lots of fuzzy wuzzy caterpillars and it's close to my birthday. Sunny weather because it makes me feel happy and it's fun to play outside. My favorite type of weather is winter because I love hot cocoa and playing in the snow. Terrific descriptions. Thank you so much for sharing them. Hello? Oh, Kathy, you made it. I did. I might be a bit soggy, but I'm here. Oh, listeners, Kathy Camper is going to read her book for us today. It's about weather also. The best kind, in my opinion, snow. <laughs> oh, I can feel it getting colder in the library already. Well, then, let's warm up in the reading nook. Here in the library, my favorite spot to curl up with the story is our reading nook. With cozy pillows all around. A glowing lamp shines its light on the pages. There's a squishy rug under our feet. And an extra log in our wood-burning stove to keep us warm. Kathy, are you ready to read? I am indeed. Wonderful. The seat of honor is all yours. Ten Ways to Hear Snow by me, Kathy Camper. When Lena woke up, everything was quiet. No cars honked, no buses chugged, no garbage trucks gulped trash across the street. Snow. Last night's blizzard was gone, leaving the city muffled and white. But today was grape leaf day, when Lena would help her grandma make warak inab. City was losing her eyesight, and Lena loved helping her cook. I want to tell City about the snowstorm and make sure she's okay. The snow's so deep, Lena's mom said. We could go with you, Lena's dad offered, but Lena wanted to go to cities by herself. Stay warm, Habibti, her dad told her. Lena bundled up. Outside, 
The sun on the snow was as bright white as a light bulb. Lena squinched her eyes and pulled her scarf over her nose. She could barely see. I wonder if this is how City feels, Lena thought. The world sounded softer, but the noises she heard were clearer. Scrape, scrip, scrape, scrip. What was that? It was Mrs. Watson's shovel digging out the sidewalk. That's one way to hear snow, Lena thought. Lena walked down the street. Snack, snack, snack. The noise was low to the ground. What was that? It was the treads of Lena's boots crunching snow into tiny waffles. Two ways to hear snow. Lena ducked under a pine tree. Poof! A powdery sound. A blue jay on a branch had knocked down snow. Three ways to hear snow, Lena counted. She listened for more. Swish, swish. Swish, swish. What was that soft, whiskery noise? People were sweeping snow off their cars. Their brushes made the fourth way to hear snow. Lena cut across the park. Scritch, scratch, scritch, scratch. Another snow noise? Lena saw long, skinny tracks by her boots. Ahead of her, people were skiing. Their skis made the fifth way to hear snow. Rashid and Mariam were building a snowman. Pat, pat, pat. What was that? It was mittens smoothing the snowman's head. The gentle sound made the sixth way to hear snow. As Lena walked away, her friends whispered and laughed. Thwomp! <gasps> Snowballs! Oh no, Lena ran away fast from the seventh way to hear snow. Lena reached City's building all out of breath, her boots covered with white powder. Stomp, stomp, stomp. Lena giggled. She was making the eighth way to hear snow. Hello, Lena, the lady in the lobby said. Go on in. She pointed towards Lena's grandma's room. Lena tapped on the door. Surprise, City, it's me. I came to make grape leaves with you. Lena threw her coat and mittens on the radiator to dry. Wonderful. The lamb and rice are ready, Siti said. Yalla, I can't wait, Lena shouted. Let's get started. Lena rinsed the grape leaves and placed them on towels. Put some filling in the center, roll them up, and put them in the pot, Siti instructed. They're like little grape leaf cocoons, Lena said, looking at them piled on the plate. Or lots of little sleeping bags, Siti replied. Ha, <laughs> mine looked like a mustache. Lena held up her stuffed grape leaf under her nose. Siti held hers under her nose, too. That's good. She wrinkled up her face and said, We look like a couple of real tough guys, in a tough guy voice. Siti, did you know we had a blizzard last night? Of course. Lena was surprised. How could her grandma know when she couldn't see very well? Then she heard a noise. Drip, drip, went the mittens. It was the sound of snow melting. Nine ways to hear snow. Suddenly, Lena understood how Siti knew. Siti, did you hear the snow? Siti smiled. Each morning, I open the window and listen. 
Today everything sounded hushed and soft. No noise is the sound that means it's snowing. City, I listened to. I heard snow nine different ways. Shovels were one. Boots were two. The blue jay was three. Slow down, Habib T. I want to hear them all. But right now, shh. City went to the window and opened it again. Listen, she said. Outside, the late blue afternoon was completely still. Quiet is the tenth way to hear snow. The end. Oh, the quiet is so calming, I almost don't want to break it. Mm. This book is a beautiful reminder of how powerful it is to listen. Kathy, what inspired you to write this story? Well, I grew up in Wisconsin, and we had very snowy winters. I loved how an overnight snowfall transformed everything and how a blanket of snow makes everything quieter so you can actually hear more. Mm, That's really true. It makes everything so peaceful and calm. It really does. Kathy, did your own grandmother cook with grape leaves like City in the story? Yes, she did. I remember seeing her doing it, and my mom helped to write down the recipe because I was pretty little. But the other thing I remember is she had big grapevines growing in her garden, and when we were little, we would get sent out to pick them. And we were always told to pick leaves about the size of our little hands because they would be the most tender. Oh, how fun. And it sounds delicious. It really does. Well, thank you, Kathy, for sharing your book with us today. It was my pleasure. And now it's back out into the rain for me. Oh, stay dry. I'll try. And I bet there are ten ways to hear rain, too, don't you think? Yes, I do. (laughs) Bye-bye, Kathy. Bye. Bye. See you soon. Sometimes when I'm feeling overwhelmed... I just listen really closely to the sounds around me, and it calms me down. Let's try it now. What did you just hear, listeners? In our world and in yours, was it an airplane overhead? A bird chirping? Someone talking in the background? Or maybe just the rain on the windowpane here in the library? Sometimes I like to listen like this when I first wake up in the morning. Before I do anything else, like reading the news or checking my phone, I just sit quietly and listen. Listeners, why don't you try it sometime? Maybe you could write a poem about all the sounds you hear. Oh, and if you do, please share it with us. I'd love to read what you write. Send us your poems about listening by visiting julieslibraryshow.org. Now, it's time for a quick break. We'll be back in just a moment with another great book. Hey, listeners. Our friends at Smash Boom Best are back with 16 brand new episodes. Smash Boom Best is a debate podcast for the whole family. 
Each episode takes two cool things, smashes them together, and asks you to decide which one is best. Like vampires versus werewolves, ice cream versus french fries, pandas versus penguins. Using facts and the power of persuasion, debaters teach real skills about constructive debate and making sound arguments. Listen to Smash Boom Best wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back, dear listeners. I've got news. It stopped raining. Listen. The birds are singing. And sunlight is now shining through our window. Lighting up the cover of our next book. Yes. Emma, let's read this one together. Let's. Daniel finds a poem written and illustrated by Misha Archer. Daniel knows all the rocks, trees, and animals in the park. On Monday morning, Daniel sees something new on the park gate. A sign reads, Poetry in the Park Sunday at 6 o'clock. What is poetry, Daniel says. He looks up in surprise when he hears Spider say, To me, poetry is when morning dew glistens. On Tuesday, Daniel climbs the old oak tree. He sees Squirrel. Squirrel, do you know what poetry is? Poetry is when crisp leaves crunch, Squirrel tells him. On Wednesday, Daniel calls into Chipmunk's hole. Chipmunk, can you tell me what poetry is? Poetry? Hmm. Poetry is a home with many windows in an old stone wall. On Thursday, Daniel makes a boat with a leaf for a sail and watches the wind carry it across the pond. He calls quietly to Frog. Excuse me, Frog, uh, what is poetry? Poetry, says Frog, is a cool pool to dive into. On Friday, Daniel parts the cattails and finds Turtle. Hello, Turtle. I have a question. Do you know what poetry is? I think poetry is sun-warmed sand. Turtle says. On Saturday afternoon, Daniel finds Cricket in the shade of the slide. When the shadows are long, Cricket fills the air with music. Is this poetry to you, Cricket? Singing at twilight when the day is done? Indeed it is, Daniel. That night... Moonlight fills Daniel's room. He hears a ooh. Leaning from his window, he calls to Owl. Owl, what is poetry? Ooh, poetry. Poetry is bright stars in the branches, moonlight on the grass, and silent wings to take me wherever I go. Good night, dear Daniel. She whispers and flies off into the night. On Sunday, the sun wakes up Daniel. 
He's happy when he remembers it's Sunday. Today is poetry in the park, says Daniel, and I have a poem. Morning dew glistens. Crisp leaves crunch. There's a home with many windows in the old stone wall. Cool pools to dive in. Sun-warmed sand to lie in. Singing at twilight when the day is done. Bright stars in the branches. Moonlight on the grass. And silent wings to take me wherever I go. On the way home, Daniel stops to watch the sunset sky reflecting in the pond. That looks like poetry to me. To me, too, says Dragonfly. The End What a lovely reminder that poetry is all around us. We just have to look for it. Yes. Poetry is often inspired by what we see and hear and how it makes us feel. And writing poetry is just about putting those observations and feelings into words. What inspires you to write poetry, Emma? Right now, how quickly the weather can change from rain to sun just like feelings do. What about you, Mom? Well, I love writing funny poems. If something makes me smile or laugh, I like to see if I can write a poem about it. Oh, that's true. One of my favorites is that one you wrote about the giraffe. Oh, you mean a giraffe poked his head in my window and my heart leapt into my mouth. I couldn't think of a thing to say. So he licked my nose and headed south. I thought, as I groped for my hanky, and I pass this on to you, that if a wild animal comes to call, say a tiger or meerkat or brew, if, like me, you want him to stay or even come back another day, then perhaps it would really pay to say, welcome, and how do you do? Yes, I love that poem. I think it's wonderfully silly. Yes, it is silly. And speaking of wonderful, it's, it's time, time for... Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful words. There are so many wonderful words. Some of them conjure up a lovely image, like the word glisten from Daniel Here's a Poem. It means to sparkle or shine like morning dew on the grass. And then some wonderful words are simply fun to say, like, um, hush. I love saying the word hush very quietly because it makes me feel the meaning of the word. Try it. Hush. See? Yes. That just gave me the chills. Emma, why are we still whispering? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Now, let's listen to some of the wonderful words our listeners love. My favorite word is a horse because they are funny and cute and 
fun to ride on. Woof, because that's the word dogs say enunciate. And that word means be clearly. Strawberry. Because I really like strawberries. My wonderful word is content because content is my favorite feeling. Those were delightful. Thank you. Send us more of your favorites by visiting julieslibraryshow.org. We might play them on the show. Listeners, this is our final episode of the season, and we'll be taking a break before we return with more stories. We've so enjoyed reading with you. Be sure to follow Julie's Library on social media for more reading recommendations and to hear what's next. We'll be back in the reading nook soon. But until then, happy reading and bye-bye. Goodbye. Julie's Library is hosted and produced by Julie Andrews and me, Emma Walton-Hamilton. The featured books in this episode were Ten Ways to Hear Snow by Kathy Camper, illustrated by Kennard Pack and published by Kokila, and Daniel Finds a Poem, written and illustrated by Misha Archer and published by Nancy Paulson Books. Thanks to the team at Penguin Random House. We always recommend picking up these books for yourself. You can find Ten Ways to Hear Snow and Daniel Finds a Poem at your local library or bookstore. The illustrations are enchanting. For more book recommendations, head to julieslibraryshow.org. Sign up for our newsletter and you'll receive special activities and notes from Mom and me. Julie's Library is produced by Nancy Shu, Molly Bloom, Elissa Dudley, Rosie DuPont, Tracy Mumford, Mark Sanchez, and Sandon Totten. Our executive producer is Lauren D. Digital production is by Christina Lopez, and original music is from Allison Leighton Brown. Engineering is by Sam Hamilton, and sound mixing is by Corey Schreppel and Eric Romani. Special thanks to Lily Kim and Associate Professor Sarah Park Dolan of St. Catherine University for consulting with our team. We always love hearing from our listeners. Today, you heard the voices of Andrew from Wisconsin, Allison from Singapore, Nora from Ontario, Canada, Charlie from Farmington, New York, Tarini from New Delhi, India, Oliver from Memphis, Tennessee, Madeline from Salt Lake City, Utah, Senna from Paso Robles, California, and Netta from Berlin, Germany. Julie's Library is a production of American Public Media. Listeners, our friends at Smash Boom Best are back with 16 brand new episodes. Smash Boom Best is a debate podcast for the whole family. Each episode takes two cool things, smashes them together, and asks you to decide which one is best. Like vampires versus werewolves, ice cream versus french fries, pandas versus penguins. Using facts and the power of persuasion, debaters teach real skills about constructive debate and making sound arguments. Listen to Smash Boom Best wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs>